first start recording just to make sure it sounds very loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if someone's listening to it, just so the volume's right, I don't know. I'm still, we're still figuring this shit out, folks. Yeah, it's all good. This um, is pre-roll. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean that the actual cut won't sound, sound the same because, I mean, we ain't doing shit different. But <laughs> we are with you and uh, in, uh, in solidarity. Yep. <coughs> Did I make that a little too strong? Um, no, it tastes delicious, but when okay. I was like doing this, I was inhaling at the same time, so I was getting like liquor fumes or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's it's it's significant. I'm getting old, man. I, I also, I put quite a bit of vodka in these. Solid, solid. But the uh, the ginger beer really masks it pretty well. Although, oh, I feel like getting to the bottom of it. That's where all the vodka is sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's um, do a little mixer. But no, this is delicious. I like this. Yeah, man. It's so easy. It's like my favorite cocktail ever because it's just two fucking ingredients. It's ginger beer and vodka. Well, what ginger beer is this? Uh, it's cock and bowl. Okay, because, uh, like, I mean, vodka you can do right with, like, any soda or any anything with sugar in it. Yeah. But, like, this just tastes good. Yeah. Like. Um, even better than Cock and Bull, which, I mean, is really good, and they sell it at that liquor store down there in four packs for, like, I don't know, three, four bucks. Mm -hmm. um, but even better than that is RGB. Just get get that, yeah. get one of their uh, jugs and get them to fill that up. Fuck, dude. I had a... Uh, so, Oh, I have an RGB jug. Yeah, I got it at um, the one Pike Place? down the way. No, no, no. There's one. They sell it. Oh, just uh, across 12, the street? Yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. Uh, that 12 departments. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a chicken place there, too. Yeah, that's one I normally go to. I love that one. Yeah, yeah the chicken was really good. Um, but I got a thing of, of RGBs. Rachel's ginger beer for the uninformed. Yeah, you can order it to anywhere in the country. Rachel makes some pretty good uh, ginger beer, but uh, but yeah, I wonder if Rachel uh, if Rachel can make a pretty good crop circle, because um, that's what we're talking about today. Goals. Let's get into our very disjointed and strange coverage of crop circles. Yeah. Welcome to Space is Fake, the podcast. Transmission incoming from outside this world. This is uh, Kenny. I'm Kenny. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm a new guest on the show. An alien threat. Houston, we've got a problem. What space is fake? Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, Houston. Space is fake. That's the name of the podcast. Say again. I don't. I don't want to bury the lead, so I'm just going to go ahead and come out as I'm. Uh, you could put it lightly, saying skeptic? I'm a skeptic. <laughs> You're a skeptic. Yeah. How I mean, about you, Alex? I, Where are you at? I believe. Okay. That there are circles. Mm -hmm. In crops. Yeah, I mean, I do too. In some parts of the world. Yeah. Well, I, I shouldn't too. believe it because I have never seen it in person myself. I've only ever seen pictures or 
uh, YouTube documentaries I mean, on the topic. I think if you've seen pictures of a thing, it's, it's fair to assume it's that it's fair a to thing assume that, that it's exists. like at least kind of a thing, or it's close enough to a thing that it's you know it's possible. The concept of of uh, of crops being smashed in a pattern is not unfamiliar to us. We've the, right. we've all been to a corn maze. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do that in incredibly intricate ways too. And um, yeah, and right. they, they do crazy patterns and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a foreign concept. No, um, but there's definitely something kind of interesting and mysterious in at least how some of the uh, crop circles are described. Okay. Right. Uh, but I think before we get into that, let's maybe just do some history. So like you were saying before we started the episode, it was kind of hard figuring out when this whole thing started. Right. Um, I think the first recorded one was in 1966 in Australia, but I... Yeah, modern times, <clears throat> like actual crop uh, or actual circle or mm-hmm. pattern mm-hmm. in a crop that we know about. But luckily, our friends at the Wikipedia Foundation uh, have compiled a pretty comprehensive guide, including, as part of it, a bit on history. You ever donated to Wikipedia? I have not. Me neither. We just reap the rewards and, and <laughs> Dude, <laughs> put absolutely, absolutely nothing in. I mean, I got a, I got a 4.0 in a college class thanks to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I got a zero on um, a creative writing thing because I... Oh, did you get... Oh, dude. So I mean, the, the, a little the, bit of plagiarism. I, I mean, the pro tip there is you use, you use Wikipedia, but you know the sources. And so you source the books on which the Wikipedia articles are based. This is true. On. I mean, this was a rude awakening for me. This is a totally side topic, but it was like my first college course. It was when I was in Running Start. Oh, nice. Me and all my friends went in there because, like, we, like, we were just in high school before that. Running start for the uninitiated is like uh, in Washington. You can go do college courses and get high school credit for it while you're in high school. Um, and yeah, I mean, so it's a like, sweet deal. Yeah, like, you but we all we all were way and... too big for our britches, and we thought we were the smartest dudes in the fucking class, right? Because we've been just plagiarizing shit for years and getting right. away with it. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and so we go into Running Start in our first uh, semester in English, like me and the group of four of my dude friends, uh, 50% of us, meaning two of us, myself included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, 50% is a stronger designation. Yeah, we two. failed our, our first thing. And so our, our real first creative writing exercise was to write the professor begging us to not fail us on this one essay because there was only four essays. Oh, my God. So if, if we got a zero on that... The best grade we could hope for was a C. A right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't afford to get. Mm-hmm. When you're you're measured on four things that you do, you can't afford to get zero on one. Luckily, he did take pity on us, and uh, we got to rewrite it for 50%. So. Dude, so I, I got a solid I, uh, B in that class. Nice, dude. Plagiarism uh, pays, kids. <laughs> I, uh, in my uh, English 101 class in college, First day of class, the teacher comes in, and you can just tell she's not about it. But, you know, she's still keeping it together going through the class. And uh, we're doing uh, Up in the Air and whatever the equivalent is by the Russian dude that ran up uh, Mount Everest around the same time. Yeah. 
and uh, basically, you know, first day we're talking about stuff and she gives like a sentence from the book, whatever, in the first two chapters or something. And she's like, uh, yeah, right on this topic. And, you know, I'm a freshman in college. And yes, like I've gone through the high school shit. But, you know, in high school, they tell you like how many pages they want. Yeah. So you, you're not really, I mean, unless you're really into writing, most people are going to do what I did, which is to control or command F all your periods <laughs> and increase them to 12.5. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got double spaces on there. Uh, basically for every nine pages, you get a page. Um, and you gotta, you gotta really drive your ideas home too. Like right. when you think you've driven it home, add another sentence in yeah, there just to be course. like, and this, yes, my friends is why comma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta really the more commas, that. semicolons and, uh, however's thuses and in summary, oh, you're winning. Uh, but so this lady goes, this, this teacher goes, uh, she goes, however, however much you want, right until you've written all you have to say on this. So I'm like, God damn it. Like, first of all, I don't want to write shit. And that also sets a high bar. Cause you know, somebody in that class is going to be like, no, so check it out. Go nuts. Yeah. 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 None of us were. So check well, it that's out. That's good. Dude. So there we goes by, we goes by next week, new teacher. And oh, shit. it's like. You know, just fucking breezes right by. It's like, I'll be teaching your class. And then she dumbed it right down. She was like, yep, I need three to five pages on the first draft. Da, 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 guidelines. I was like, I'm Dude, so old. Three I'm, to five pages? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You could do that in fucking the 45 minutes before class. Well, dude, but, you know, it, what's funny is if you don't give me, like, how many pages you want, then I just can't. I, where's What's my starting point? Yeah. You know, like I got a drink on Friday night and Thursday night. Absolutely, you know, I don't. I don't have time to contemplate how long this paper needs to be. Right. Uh, come to find out, she had actually accepted a position as like an assistant in one of the departments, uh, and that's like she was waiting for that, so mm-hmm. she wasn't meant to teach. And then they were like, you know, weren't ready to give her the job or whatever, and so she had to start. Shit. So she had to start teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, in uh, in AP Bio in senior year, and I hope that teacher isn't listening, but uh, I'm sure she's not. People were so so in AP or not AP Bio. I didn't do AP Bio. Yeah, why the fuck would I do that to myself? I did. Anyways, it was regular bio, but they were doing that like pig dissections, and I really didn't want to do it. Plus, I had you know shaky hands, so I uh, used my poor dexterity as an excuse. Yeah. Uh, it was co-signed by uh, another teacher from two years prior. He was like, this kid needs to, you know, practice his dexterity. He can't hold fucking pipettes and shit in his hands. <laughs> fucking up experiments. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so I'm like, what's the alternative, you know? Cause, <laughs> like you're banned from science. Dude, basically. Your hands are too shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when the equipment that you're dealing with is like minimum a thousand bucks to 10 g's like you go, for you high school just, students, you don't get like, to learn we'll just give yeah, you a yeah, pass just like pay attention you know <laughs> just watch uh but yeah so she gives me the option to basically write a 20 page paper on the human systems like the human body systems yeah and uh so that was a great great way for me to have extended you study just write ball 55 pages on the balls <laughs> no, no dude i mean like See, back then, I wasn't nearly as much of a troll uh, or, or inclined to troll 
in ingenious ways as I would today. No, what I did is we had AOL. So uh -huh. AOL had a knowledge base. Oh, uh, like boy, a did it. <laughs> it. It was basically a Wikipedia that was just on AOL. Yeah. And so basically, like the night before it was due, yeah. I went on that bitch and I would, I started reading and I would rewrite, like I would basically read like a page, then re, re whatever, think about it and then just rewrite it. And then it was like, probably around like one or two in the morning. And I was like, dude, this is taking too fuck. Like I started at eight, fucked around 10 o'clock. All right. Let's, you know, whatever was on TV. Okay. 11 midnight hit. And then I started two o'clock. I was like four pages in yeah, double space. And I was like, shit, I still have 16 to go. This ain't going to work. So I'm just cut and pasted literally everything from the knowledge base <laughs> and into this paper and i turned it in from the fucking like, america online knowledge base dude yes and i got an a plus with a bunch of red on it saying how great it was that's actually smart because like the aol knowledge base probably has like similar information to the wikipedia but it's worded differently and i mean dude this when was a professor's like 2006 checking, so wikipedia i mean i don't know when they started yeah when a professor's checking your work they're basically just gonna google the title of they whatever didn't even your work is none of that Check with you, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like googling your shit. They they had some program that was meant to check. Wait, when were you? When were you in college? No, no, this is senior year of high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two thousand six. Oh yeah. So yeah, like they, they started really to have shit. and talk about like, but it was more of a it was more of a fear. Yeah. Like they didn't have the funds. Right. That to, was like that was like buy teachers licenses for that shit. Right. That was like my freshman year in high school. We got away with that shit all the time. Yeah. It was good. So it was good so. For for those of you that have stuck with us for this long, you may wonder how this ties into crop circles. And it let does me tell you. <laughs> well, it <laughs> kind kidding. of does because crop circles, as as we'll get into it, basically a lot of the consensus among the logic oriented. I the, feel the, like that was an attack on the, me. <laughs> the the logicians will say that uh, you know there was a lot of copying of computer. Uh, aided and GPS mapped patterns. Sure. Which is basically what you're doing with plagiarizing. When you cut and paste, you're really just, you know, GPSing okay. text from, from one document. Okay, that was a loose, loose tie-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. accept it. <laughs> Thanks for accepting this loose tie-in. <laughs> um, this, this past message for however long it's been has been brought to you by a Moscow Mule uh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> that involves Tito's vodka and uh, cock and bowl ginger beer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what I wanted to say essentially with the history of the crop circles and that I so uh, amply described with the fuck show that just transpired is that in 1678, there was a pamphlet on the mowing devil. The mowing devil uh, <laughs> was mow your shit. effectively what I would call a slandering campaign slash an effort by someone to get payback. So what <laughs> this is actually an interesting happened, theory. Is this, does this theory have any basis in, in proof or is this just, uh, this is just, just me. Okay. This is just off top. That's okay. I mean, that's what, that's, that's why two people make a podcast, right? It's just yeah, to share exactly. their insane theories. With the world. So if you're, if you're not familiar with the mowing devil, it was a 17th century, English woodcut that depicts a devil or the devil at that time with a sight mowing 
a circle design in the field of oats. So how'd that come about? Uh, essentially, there was... <clears throat> That's all fact. Yeah, yeah, this is all facts. There was essentially a farmer who was, quote-unquote, disgusted at the wage his mower was demanding for his work. Not surprised that landowners in the UK would be disgusted by how much they had to pay the help. Yeah. Not surprised at all. Fucking dirty, filthy capitalists just mad at the working class. Not surprised at all. But what I will say... Oh, I've got a billion dollars and I can't... (laughs) I don't know what that accent is. (laughs) I was gonna try, uh, but anyways, let me let me give you the facts. the The farmer then said to the farmhand that he would rather have the devil himself perform the task rather than pay him a living wage. Okay, I added that last part. We don't know; it's lost to history. I mean, it's four hundred. He probably said that last part, the living wage part, under his breath, knowing Um, knowing British capitalists. So just just for complete context uh, or, or information, there's some dude named uh, Jim Schnabel. Hell yeah. I mean, with a name like Schnabel, it's like that dude's shmoney. Uh, but he said that he doesn't consider this to be a historical precedent because the stocks were cut down and not bent, which is uh, what a lot of the crops are. All, well, well all share the, your insane theory now. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so, and not to not that it's actually insane. I actually think this is a pretty so, so my pretty theory, sound theory. <laughs> so my theory is uh, essentially this is what went down. This guy's been mowing this field for many a years, feeding his family. Johnny boy was going to get a new pair of shoes. Winter was coming. It was the end of August, and he was about to crop up the last batch of oats. Maybe get a little extra, you know, push push his wife through the winter with some some oat dinners you know she's pregnant with their uh baby sue daughter on the way and the landowner was like buddy i know i know this straw penny isn't cutting it but i really can't afford to give you two straw pennies yeah so you're gonna have to get fucked and this guy was like dude come on i have a son he needs shoes wife's got a baby on the way and they got into a fight in your theory this workman participated in what we like to call direct action he was a hero of the working class and before that he had to get some liquid courage in him as one does you get he probably got his last wages before he got cut Mm -hmm. you know and then he gotta get your nut he he may have pressed him a little bit to get that, but then he went to the alehouse, ye oldie alehouse, and uh, got himself a drink or two, a pint or three, and got to thinking with the boys, and you know, retold the story, and his buddy, uh, I was gonna go, I don't know, Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy, I think is historically accurate for the 1600s, yeah. Jimmy. Fair enough, James, I mean. James Neutron? Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> After the king, why not? Oh, this rich motherfucker won't pay me. Little Jimmy Neutron, why don't you come over here and we'll smash these crops? Why don't you? And that is how the oats got bent. That, I mean, 
I I don't mean to brag, but that was a pretty good Cockney accent. I just did. Dude, that was excellent. <laughs> I, I, the reason I didn't comment was because it was so spot on. It's yeah, you just it, gotta let it breathe. But I didn't have the strength to let it breathe. I had to I had to go out there and say just how amazing that was. I brought tears to my eyes. Dude, it really. I mean, <laughs> the earth is weeping. At Keep the talking. Great, I'm the gonna make another drink. Show. Do you want another one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's a very very. Um, possible explanation to the story if you have your own uh ideas feel free to share it with us after you subscribe to our patreon, um, patreon, patreon, patreon. there was a, another story not not as early as this one uh -huh. but in 1948 there was a, a story in germany called the 12 swans or as the locals know it as these wealth schwanne that sounds it's like some Nazi shit. I mean, like dude, there, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of IEs and OLs, OOLs, the O with the two dots, you know, the A with the two dots. Is that an umlaut, or is that just a U? It it's an O with two dots. It's like an O. But is the is the two dots is that called an umlaut, or is that just a U with two dots called I mean, you know, it's been many years since I've uh, fluently spoken German. And since this is a podcast on which we are giving you the rawest information, I will share something from my life. Uh, Did you actually speak German ever? Yeah, I started. Oh, so in fourth grade, you have to basically pick a language. Uh, and I had already been studying English since I was five at this point. So are you technically trilingual? I mean, technically, I speak ten languages, but uh, we'll Jesus get Christ. into that. The the seven are just a, a spin on Humble Bosnian. Brand. They're just so because you know so in in my neck of the woods so this is a separate story to that's the okay. German one but our listeners will appreciate it I mean that this is I mean why we don't have a lot when it comes to crop circles <laughs> we might as well fill this out with as much personal exactly. content as we can this, this is basically we're getting personal this, <laughs> this is, is personal this is crop content. circles slash just some stuff about us exactly <laughs> um, the trilingual stuff so I was born on the Balkans, the greatest part of the world to be born into in the 90s, well, 88, 90s, right when the uh, wall in Berlin fell. East side. East side. That is the east side of the wall, right? Yeah. Okay. That, that fell, yes. Um, <laughs> and basically, you know, there was a war and, you know, things happened. Some people stayed, some people scattered, but a lot of the people you know, that are hither and thither at the time, and especially in the United States, because, you know, the United States loves to make people feel at home by telling them how special they are for their uniqueness. So how do you, how do you, as a Croatian that speaks to an American, the same language as a Serbian become special in the eye of the American? And this is in like, you know, human resource type jobs. So yeah. Like people that are like caseworkers and stuff. Oh, what language do you speak? It, you know, it's either Croatian if there's only Croats or it's, they never, they never really did Croatian Serbian. Mm -hmm. That's kind of weird, but they had Serbo-Croatian okay. in Maine. For so instance. there's, I mean, I'm like, forgive my ignorance on this. There's like several different versions of. Croatian slash Bosnian, so, so, or those essentially so, so basically, similar languages? So, so basically, here's how it breaks down. Um, so in Croatia, the official national language is Croatian. Now, the way that you speak Croatian in that regard 
is uh, it. The, the, that's only the one version. Mm -hmm. Now, Croatia also has uh, two other dialects. So that's also technically, it's kind of considered dialect. Uh -huh. um, three, three main dialects. So one is the official one, the two other ones. Uh, one of the dialects is spoken in the region closer to Serbia and also all of Serbia. Okay. And then you have the other dialect that's spoken closer to, uh, in, in the region closer to the Adriatic Sea, which is also then largely spoken in parts of Bosnia, essentially Croats that, or Bosnians, whatever. Uh, then in Bosnia, half the, half the country is actually Serbian, so they speak Serbian and like write in the Cyrillic, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. Then you have like uh, little bumfuck regions, aka mountains, etc., where they just like I don't even know what they speak. <laughs> They understand, like, I have a friend. It's like is, the Appalachians. Yeah, basically, kind of. Um, minus all the raping and murder and, and more, like, just and good, Appalachians. good hearted work. And I'm sure Appalachians, in the Appalachians technically speak just a weird version of English. Yeah, so basically, it's kind of that. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess Appalachians, though, that's really an accent. That's not, it's not a different language. They have some well, different, like, words, terms, and shit that they use that are, like, region specific, but yeah, so, mostly it's just a weird accent. So I'm definitely, if, if I was ever initiated into knowing what the names are i'm definitely not anymore right <clears throat> so i apologize um because they are beautiful languages um especially like once you get in the coast like some of the, the the most beautiful songs that have come out of that region are in those uh dialects so yeah you know definitely still uh listen to those songs and enjoy them and uh, if you're a listener from the region uh dobrovecher but uh, what does that mean uh good evening thank you for listening and i hope that we're friends ah nice yeah yeah i try to keep it real good kosher. Shirt, man you know I, I i do my my uh thug life gangsta living in english <laughs> yeah you know I, I keep the other one well you know that's nice that's good first impression i you know don't know what they look like it's crazy me because like Okay, I don't want to get too far off topic, but, like, I mean, so these are all, these are different dialects in that if you spoke one and you heard the other, you'd probably be yeah, kind of yeah. confused. I mean, like, you'd well, have to... Oh, so it depends. So, like... But it's not like the, it's not like an accent. It's it's not like the difference between American, uh, like, West Coast English is. and no, it kind Cockney of is. English. It kind of is. Okay. Like I, I can understand a Serbian, a Croat, and a Bosnian, no problems. Okay. But even if you didn't, even if you didn't really know, like their direct dialect. Well, no, no, no. I, yeah. It, it, so I, by hearing what they speak, I would know it. But then, like, some mountains somewhere, there's gonna be like, but they're just speaking like something completely who knows. different. Okay. <laughs> like, they, like no, no one knows. It's right. not tied to, because. Like but a it's lot of our language, than, like if I was like, oh yeah, I can understand like West Coast English, and yeah. I can also understand East Coast English. Yeah, yeah. everyone it, can. It, it would be like uh, it would probably, yeah, I don't know, because it doesn't exist anywhere in the world. Yeah, like it's interesting. Another, I, I another think thing with Croatia, too. like Croatians did have their own language and alphabet that died out mm -hmm. for a long time. That like they created. So oh, you sure. know, there's a lot of that. Whereas, we should do an episode on dead languages. 
That would be uh -huh. awesome. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, but yeah, so the tie-in with the uh, the 12 swans, German, and languages. Essentially, in fourth grade, I picked German because I'd already been speaking English. And then up until eighth grade uh, or seventh grade, I was actively studying it and like keeping up. In eighth grade, as a new school, new teacher, I stopped giving a fuck because then the idea of coming to the U.S. started becoming more and more real. Yeah. Um, and so like I realized once I subconsciously, because I was still kind of, like I would tell my friends like, oh, I'm going to the United States, but I'll see you in three months because, you know, our visa is only three months. And everyone's like, nah, man, everyone that goes, you don't come back. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how you leave. You're not coming back. But I was like, you know, I'm still one of you. Like, yeah. I didn't make it. You know, it's like I made it out, but, I, you know. So, but yeah, the day I landed in the United States, German switched off like completely so i can read it and you know like i uh, recognize it but i also right. have no inclination to i've heard it's like structurally pretty similar to english in terms mm. of like if you're learning latin languages usually it's kind well, of english is germanic hurdle. like right it, it adds the, another hurdle because uh in latin languages everything's sort of backwards yeah or not everything i mean to them it's the other way around our way oh yeah so but technically it's the from this standpoint the it's that the german is the, the is flipped mm-hmm but technically, English isn't a Romance language. It's right. a Germanic language. So. Yeah. Um, but all the, you know, English-speaking people want to be romantic about it. So, yeah, they do. You know, can't be... You got to cut the roots to Anglo-Saxony. We steal lots of shit, too. We I mean, steal dude, any, any word that sounds cool. Like, that's... Joie you know, de vivre. Honestly, that's the beauty of, of language is talking to people. Like, it's what's enabling us to have this podcast. Yeah. Um... Languages are dope. Understanding each other is key. Yeah, and um, what's really important is to know that another farmer who um, was the originator or the uh, hero of this story in uh, 1948 essentially found a circular ring of flattened grain every morning on his field. And apparently after several attempts, I don't know of what... Uh -huh. His son saw 12 princesses disguised as swans who took off their disguises and danced in the field. I'm sorry, when and where was this? This was in 1948 Germany. Okay. So, well, it's a 1948 German story. Um, there's a reference to it, uh, essentially a link. <laughs> so it's, it's referenced on page 150 and 51 uh, of a book by Ashgate Publishing called Reframing Dutch Culture Between otherness and authenticity progress in european ethnology illustrated edition peter jan marguerite and herman rudenberg european ethnology dude i don't know like <laughs> this seems like it might be they, a... that's a jumble i mean so so the thing about swans, swans is an ethnologist similar to like like do they bust out calipers and measure people's heads and shit I'm just a little, uh, you, I'm a you, little you know, skeptical. So, so, when I hear 1948 it, Germany, it, I'm like, it depends. There's some leftover it, Nazis. It, it depends on your methodology, right? right? If mm -hmm. you are, I mean, anyways, I, that's a, that's going in directions I'm not prepared to talk about <laughs> because I've not done the research. Um, and, and what I do want to mention about this story and why I bring it up, I think it is, interesting that the swan imagery is used because uh swans often depicted as uh the god mm -hmm. creature right there's a lot of uh, mythology where like you think wasn't it zeus that turned into a swan 
I don't know my mythology that well. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, I, I deleted that from my brain just like you deleted German. Mm, fair enough. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, so, something about uh, the people whose minds come up with stories of gods turning themselves into animals to then be fucked by said humans. Yeah. Um, like why, why a God <laughs> wouldn't just come down as a God. Yeah. Right. Uh, humans like, will fuck you if you're a God. Yeah. But why you need to turn into a swan, a bull or, you know, any, they must be going for a specific kind of human, <laughs> they must the kind be. of human that is willing to fuck a swan slash bull. Like, slash let, let me ask you this. Do you think Marvel will ever do the arc on Loki where Loki is turned into a female horse and impregnated and has to stay? <laughs> I think it's a horse. It's a, it's a, either a goat, a horse, or a cow. But, I mean, they're they're honestly they're running out of material. They're doing like four movies a year, right? They're like fucking, you may as well. They're gonna hit that point soon, and that is the point where I'll start liking Marvel movies. <laughs> Dude, it could be a straight to Netflix release. Like I'm sure. I did not know about that. I did not know about that arc. That's interesting. Uh, Loki yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. a female horse that gets impregnated. By a human? No, no, by a horse. Oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's better that way. Basically, he's pulling a prank and trying to, or <laughs> he's just he, doing he, a bit. <laughs> basically, he's doing a bit, and so the, the, he goes into hiding. So the way to hide is to turn himself into. I think that he just wants to get fucked by a horse. It sounds I mean, like he's just going through a very roundabout <laughs> way of getting fucked by a horse, so he has an alibi. <laughs> oh, it's just a bit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh well just like uh just like crop circles it's a roundabout way to say that aliens exist without you know needing to have aliens actually exist right um but yeah so what else what else could explain crop circles well i mean i so you're a semi-believer in crop circles i don't at all believe in crop circles at this point after the research that I've done, which admittedly <laughs> is not, it's, it's in no, by no means comprehensive, but, um, I did watch a pretty fucking sick documentary on YouTube called crop circles, colon quest for truth. <laughs> I think I hyphen HD feature. <laughs> uh, oh dude, they up that for, for the new YouTube algorithm. Yeah. This thing was produced in like 1997. Um, but yeah, they what couldn't it made go to clear 4K. to me, the, I mean, these people are all very eager to believe in crop circles and believe that they're caused by something supernatural and that they're not hoaxes. So at some point, they do acknowledge that some of them are hoaxes, but they don't think all of them are hoaxes. And they and a lot of where they're judging whether or not something is a hoax is based off of like the bend of the of the crops okay which they make all these arguments about like oh it's impossible it would be impossible for a human to bend these crops without breaking them and it's like have you been near corn you can it's, yeah. corn stalks are thick you can bend them and not break them it's actually really I easy mean, you can you can bend grass in a way that it doesn't break it yeah just like, but, and then they had this like expert guy and he's like okay. going through all the, he's looking at they have as like a fresh crop circle. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's going through and he's like, Oh, look at this one. He's got like a little pocket knife and he's stabbing it into the ground next to the one he wants you to look at. And he's like, look at this, this one is broken. And it's like, dude, there's a thousand of them that are broken around a bunch that are bent. It's not, it's random. It's yeah. all fucking random. Mm -hmm. This guy is, and then he's, he's like, oh yeah. And, and he like holds it up and the cameraman's like, oh, so what does that mean? And he's like, well, 
I mean, I can't really tell you exactly what it means. Basically, I'm an expert because I just go here and I just see how it feels. So <laughs> I'm just okay. like, what the I fuck? Lo- I love that they bring that up. I've watched a document. This was a long time ago and I couldn't find it to mm-hmm. uh, refresh my memory. But basically, they had um, taken a look at energy signatures yeah. uh, at this one crop circle and basically saying that the... Uh, it, it was like a, it was laser etched into the ground. Yeah. So that it wasn't bent. Like none of the there was nothing was bent. It was like a perfect laser etch. Mm-hmm. And it was in a series of documentaries that also they went to like this. It was like an island or like a beach somewhere, whatever. And there's a bunch of these uh, like stone granite looking things that had these perfect H mm-hmm. kind of um, cutouts. And they were trying to say that that was a, a, a factory production line. Yeah. Now, microscopically for that stone, whatever, like those were perfect etchings. So a, a whole other heap of interesting bullshit that uh, ultimately none of the shit matters. Like um, not, not to segue this into, but I love when people talk about aliens in Atlantis and it's like, okay, let's suppose that it, even if it did exist, like the bitch sank. Yeah. What difference does it make? Yeah. And whatever I want to look for, like Spanish treasure out in the Caribbean. Right. Like, bitch, yeah, whatever. They've already been, they gone. They've been fucking yeah. cleaned people, out. Yeah, people found it. And if they, they haven't been cleaned out, they're way gone out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to change your life. Right. Um, I did want to show this very funny clip. Because this, this just kind of goes to, like, it's just the the people around. I, I understand tracks. It's like, yeah, it's fun. But it also, like, attracts a strange group of people you know um, i hope to become one once i am uh it's five uh, bucks in, independently it's like, wealthy and able to you don't have to donate to our patreon that's true in a five dollars tier to yeah, get me yeah. a membership <laughs> donate to us so that we can give money to move on <laughs> so that the other half of this podcast can give money to move on because you better believe i'm paying my dude wait so it, it attracts a weird group of people which is fine and um, and, and that's where the but fun comes into play. It, it is where the fun comes into play, but it's also where I start to be like really skeptical because all these I'll describe the scene to you and I'm gonna show it to Alex. This is the first time he's seen it, although I did tell him about it. Um, there's a guy who is on a hill filming a recent crop circle, and he spots what is colloquially known in the uh, uh, paranormal world as apparently as well as the UFO world as an orb. Mm. also known as dust. Lint. <laughs> uh, so watch this. So he's filming the crop circle. I'm going to turn on the audio here. He's very he's perplexed by this mode of dust, or perhaps a fluff of cotton. In the I can't tree. think what that is. I can't see what that is. Can you oh, see it moving across? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where the camera's pointing? That's a bit of um, dust in it. <laughs> the big question is, number one, do you think the balls of, of light are intelligent? Yes. Okay. I'm convinced. Do you think these balls of light are intelligent? Yes. What I love is that this this uh, the, the first person that said that they were convinced. Uh, okay, okay, two things. First, original point, she's an author and a researcher, but they don't say what she authored. Yeah, um, that, or that's, researched. <laughs> or, mean, or well, I mean, if you not that you can if, fit a if, whole if, resume if, in that. But. Well, but if you told me what uh, what she authored, I could 
you know discern what she researched and just um, to be clear this is in a pro like crop circles yeah. are real documentary yeah, orbs yeah. are real and so they show a mode of dust and then they go a guy they show they show the audio of a guy being like oh that's just a little bit of dust in it and then <laughs> they cut to them and then they cut to this like hang on, just <laughs> The big question is, number one, do you think the balls of, of light are intelligent? Yes. Okay. I'm convinced. <laughs> what the fuck? So. Why are you convinced by that? It just, flo- it was just a mode of dust. Okay, so so I think there's there's a misunderstanding here. So he gave her a, um, they used the footage with a leading question. Like, I would want to know if she had a chance to look at that footage before answering. Because he asked her. If she believes that uh, light, if balls of light are intelligent. I mean, but they're all talking about the same t- uh, the same thing. But let's break it. If we just just for the sake of this argument, sure. let's break it apart. Saying that outside of the absurdity of, of I'm not balls of to light, be clear. I'm not saying that she was referring to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's saying what that they're saying. Yeah, the editor had the fucking audacity to, to put yeah. that shit together in what could be like an SNL bit. Like this is yeah, yeah. like a good SNL bit, like from twenty years ago. Dude, and last name Osenbard. Yeah, two A's. That's two a S's. dope fucking Oh yeah. Janet Osenbard. That's a dope last name, Janet. She believes in the and then this guy, I mean I don't even know, should we play this next part? Because this guy goes on to say, No, I don't believe it, but for the stupidest possible reason. I do want to hear okay. his reason. Yeah. Mm, no. He's no, not. no. You're not convinced. <laughs> no. No, there's no there's no real proof of that. But what I see is an intelligent behavior. I'm not so sure are the balls of light themselves intelligent, or is it something behind it? Oh I yeah. I I So he's saying Dude, that is the dumbest balls, thing he's ever I've ever heard. The balls of light are they're real, they're floating, but I don't know if they're organically intelligent. And then he goes on to explain that they are probably just like like drones sent by the alien well okay <laughs> the okay dude, dude like it's light reflecting off a piece of dust yeah it's fucking stupid and i don't i don't really want to get into uh like transference of energies or you know what is intelligent life what isn't because that's just another hole of a fuck show that sure Maybe you know it could be an episode. If, Every um, time I see one of these modes of light filmed or modes of or they, uh, supposed dust. orbs filmed, the only intelligent behavior it exhi- it exhibits is following exactly the wind, which isn't intelligence so much as just physics that would act upon a piece right. of fucking dust or pollen or cotton. Well. Here's okay. So, so in this documentary, what really kind of bothers me a little bit is is the stretch. Like they could have cut that documentary in half and just. Oh, it's two hours long, by the way. I watched the whole fucking thing with like yeah. how many ads are in this thing? One, two, three, four, five, six. Sixteen ads. Sixteen fucking ads. <laughs> and I mean, I appreciate you your know what suffering. it was advertising. Every single one of those ads was for fucking PragerU. <laughs> <laughs> great great university but like, <laughs> yeah great university another example is that essentially it's magnetism um What's or, magnetism? Or, or at least that the less elaborate designs could be explained by three degree shifts in the earth's magnetic field it seems like people are just um, going way out of their way to what could be explained by literally 
kit you could buy at Home Depot for eleven dollars. You, like, you, you mean a board I mean, and some a board and a rope, dude? That's the documentary I watched of an old sixty-year-old man showing that uh, you can make them. Yeah, just very like easily with a board and a rope. The, the, just let me explain something to all of you UFO believers, or not UFO believers. I, I kind of believe in UFOs, I guess. Crop circle believers. You can make a perfect circle in the ground with a rope and a stake. Yeah. You don't even need a board. The board is just for flattening that shit. Mm-hmm. And by the way, when you step on a bunch of corn with a board, it just bends it. And sometimes it breaks it, as all these brilliant scientists have found through their uh, research of how it feels to stand in a crop circle. <laughs> right, right, right. Dude, it's it's kind of nuts. There are... Uh, fun and interesting crop circle formations though Mm -hmm. but what's really interesting is that uh they're only in australia in the uk and what's the third country the u.s and canada the u.s and basically all just english-speaking countries which basically i mean that just goes to show because that's not australia the uk the u.s and canada don't make up it's not as if those countries make up the majority of the landmass in the world they don't they, they really don't. You don't. You just don't right. see this shit happening in Russia and China at nearly the rates you see it happening in the UK, especially, and uh, the US, Australia, and Canada. Yeah. Which means, I mean, from my perspective, that it's a fucking cultural thing. It's, it's well, people no, you know, know what about it is? this shit, and they thought it was cool, and people no, go out with a rope and a board and make it. I'll tell you what it is. What? The Chinese built the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Which is visible from space, and so aliens are like, "No, nah, they respect it. With them. Yeah, they respect yeah, that. Wall. Too much respect. Like, yeah, they're like, that's a big ass wall. I don't see any way of getting around that from this UFO. No, you know what it is. You know what it is. The aliens. Uh, it basically, when they hit college age, uh-huh. like high school and college, they don't differentiate it as, <laughs> as we do. They just at the age of high school until the age you you finish college it's like your wild years mm-hmm. and and because you know it takes a lot of light years to get to this sewer side yeah. of the you know so they're like Let, let's go to the ghettos of, of the universe and they come here to just get pissed drunk and shit on everything but obviously yeah. they're not gonna fuck with russia and china they're just gonna come here and be like dude we're going to tag this bitch up. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it's the alien equivalent of cow tipping is what you're saying. Basically, dude, like there's a, there's a crop circle, um, that's notable because it's the first insect looking crop circle. It's the ant one. It looks like an ant. It was done in, uh, I, 19... I will say that does look like an ant. I mean, I'm convinced, <laughs> you know, it definitely looks like an ant. It's uh, 17th of July, 1997. Uh, that, was a, that was a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, like, I could see it, dude. Aliens come here and they're like, look, it's like a troll. They look at... I just feel like there's so many bigger trolls they could do and more effective. Like, dude, more if you were an alien them- that's never been here and you saw all the things that are on here, like... Ants are pretty small. So what you're hap- just like whatever happened to a good shit? old probing or turning a cow inside out? No, that takes resources. That's that's once you go to grad school, bro. <laughs> you know, this Somebody's, is... I'm writing my dissertation <laughs> on uh, turning a cow inside out via its asshole. Right, right. Like insects first, mm-hmm. but you know they're too small, so you just troll the humans. I mean, they, so this, yeah, I guess. You're 
tagging theory is perhaps relevant. We should do a separate episode where we debate on something like this. Okay, <laughs> believe it and I don't, or that I believe it and you don't. Um, yeah, for for crop circles or another one of just I, I mean whatever. just anything because I feel like oh, we're yeah, yeah. mostly on the same page with crop circles that most of them are fake, if not all of them. And well, I would say that all of them are probably fake in terms of we should do another like proper alien episode or a series. Oh, yeah. Um, these ones, okay, so here's, here's my opinion. To be clear, um, we believe in aliens. Wholeheartedly. I, I, I want to believe, and I, uh, the numbers show it. Yeah. Unless it's the other way around. Unless we, as a, unless the Big Bang, it was actually the beginning of the end of the universe, and the multiple billions of years that it took for Earth to develop essentially brought every other living entity because mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want to be a normie and call everything a creature sure. i don't want aliens to get offended no but entities i feel like is a pretty safe uh all-encompassing creature is diminutive you know thank you uh but yeah i feel like you know it's possible that all the entities out there have just died out and we're just the last ones out there yeah um on that topic i will say this one of my friends posted on facebook and i'll, I'll try to find it uh, when we do the alien episode, but his two other ideas, uh, or he had three, and, and the other one was that the universe is teeming with life, uh-huh. but we are too underdeveloped, like our senses just can't perceive it, uh-huh. and so literally like everything around us is filled with other interesting life and just shit happening, and our we just can't interpret it. Okay. Or the other one is that we're it. Yeah. Like we're the fucking last line of living entities and everything else is just dead. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm more inclined to believe that there's other shit. But anyway. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like interesting TED Talks on that. But uh, yeah, the other one that looks like an insect is the butterfly man in, in southern Holland. So have you seen this one? The one that looks like a butterfly? No, I'm not. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So again, it's like it's either just a fucking troll or it's a it's a different level of a troll. What they're doing is they're showing us, you know, they kidnap a human and then they modify a human because they probably remember, you know, well, okay, we remember that guy Darwin. He went to Australia and stared at a butterfly and saw it adopt to its environment and then wrote a whole theory of evolution on it and we sat down with him and got super fucking high and laughed about it and he was down he wrote his book and they were like yeah man you do that and uh yeah you know then years later (laughs) in 2009 they're like evolution butterflies like hey remember that thing that happened 30 years ago man that was pretty sweet here's a butterfly (laughs) y'all yeah this is what what a human Fuse what a butterfly would look like. Yeah, that's very I'm, convincing. I'm fucking Picasso, bro. Yeah, no, I, um, I am pretty well with them having come here around like the Renaissance time when um, Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah. The other Leonardo D. Yeah, the the hot one. Yeah, yeah. Da Vinci. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vitruvian. Vitruvian, man. whatever. The mm-hmm. Renaissance man. Yep. Uh, the the spirit and body. Anyways, we should do an episode on that too before I, I get on that time. I have um, a bunch of rhetorical 
I have answers for. I'm, I'm ready to these are These are questions that she's asking in the context of the dialogue. Could crop circles not be real if A, B, and C? So here that is. We've been having formations for 10 years. Are you telling me that people are every summer for 10 years have been going out night after night after night creating formations? Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that sounds like actually a really fun summer thing to do is to go into a farmer's crops and make news by bringing a board and a rope and making some shit. I mean, thing. you have to be committed. Are you telling me the night after night after night? People fucking prank people all the time. Well, they people didn't, do weird they didn't shit really the have the internet that was as strong as this. Yeah, I know. Back then. But what I will say, yes, absolutely, dude. Like, And also look at the crop circle she's pointing at, like. That's a board job if I've ever seen it. Oh, that one. looks like trash. Jesus dude. Christ, dude. They got drunk. These they are like, couldn't see, and they just... They're like, like crops that's not, laid. This is not the same. Yeah. It's not anything like any of the good ones you've seen. This is like a shitty one. And she's like, how could yeah. this not be aliens? All right, here's some more. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Oh, why do they practice? Why do they practice? Where's the practice one? Are you, you know, they don't practice. There's never a half-finished one. How do you know no they're not half-finished? You know, I, I mean, it just doesn't... That doesn't yeah, make sense. how could sense. you discern a half-finished one from a completed one? Right. If, like, it could have just... Maybe a cow got fucking tipped and rolled. Exactly. And then she's and then she's also asks... I, I might have skipped past it, but she was like, how do they get away with it? They're in fucking secluded farms. Dude, how okay, how could you on, not get away on, with it? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So, not everyone gets away with it. There were two instances. There were two instances of uh, people that did not get away with it. Oh shit! Yeah, hold on. Let me. Salt rock shot at them. Oh, dude, no, 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 no. They paid fucking fines, bro. Rock salt, rather. Um, here you go. In 1992, Gabor Takachs and Robert Dalos. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. That sounded perfect to me. Um. Hungarian youths, mm -hmm. both 17 at the time. Typical. But they were the first people to face legal action after a night out on the crop, a.k.a. after creating a crop circle. Hell yeah. <laughs> Takach and Dallos of the St. Stephen Agricultural Technicum, mm -hmm. which is a high school in Hungary specializing in agriculture, Created a 118 foot diameter crop circle in a wheat field near uh, Zekis Fehendrapara. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, I mean, which is, six, which is, which is 43 miles southwest of Budapest. Uh, they, this happened on June 8th, 1992, and on September 3rd, they appeared on Hungarian TV and exposed the circle as a hoax. Oh, so they didn't get caught. Hold on, showing a bunch of photos of the field before and after. Then, the company that owned the field, Aranyikal's company, uh, they sued the teens for uh, 630,000 Hungarian forints, which, you know, is roughly $3,000 US in damages. Uh, the judge ruled that the students uh, were only responsible for the damage caused in the circle, uh, which is roughly $30 US. <laughs> And the 99% of the damage was caused by thousands of visitors who flocked to this little town 
<laughs> after the media's promotion of the circle. The, the, the TV show paid the fine and all the legal fees. And then in 2000... Uh, it's a $30 fine. <laughs> I know. Fucking I great. wonder if, like, if they busted some aliens doing that, they'd be like, I'm sorry, man, but you got to pay 30 bucks. I know, right? You to pay for this shit. Dude, how bad would that be? And it's like a bunch of, like, you know, on the younger side, like, they just hit the high school age. Yeah. And they don't know anything about Earth, and they're like thirty they're like, bucks, and all of a sudden, Fuck, dude, I'm broke. I yeah. just got like my dad just got me this UFO. I can barely <laughs> afford to put gas in. <laughs> right? They fucking turn to prostitution. All of a sudden, you go down like a you know dirty street or whatever, Budapest. big town. Yeah, Budapest, and they're just hey, over there like offering for yeah for crack and shit. Oh, just man. fucking fell off. Yeah, that's a that's a tapestry we've created there. Rich tapestry. Dude, there's a there's a great song uh, by a Bosnian rapper about uh, the the song's name is "Are We Alone?" Uh-huh. and he basically talks about going to another planet uh-huh. and all the things that he basically uh, it's a it's a look at the world here and all the things that he wouldn't do here that he would have no problem doing there, like begging on the street and essentially living like an like a life. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Um, but so is Matthew Williams, who in 2000 was the first man in the UK uh, arrested for causing criminal damages. Uh, he made a crop circle in Devizes, and uh, he was fined 100 pounds and 40 pounds in costs. And uh, yeah, those are the only two cases on our uh, source provider, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, well... That's all our research assistants could come up with, um, you know. So that's that's what we're gonna go with. But yeah, the the crop circles, it could go either way, you know. Honestly, like a lot of the designs, like they, a lot of them that are intricate that I found happened in like late '90s, you know, '97. Yeah. So there was a snowflake one right here. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it seems um, like there was a definitely a heyday for it, which tells me that it was people doing it. Uh, yeah, and then there's so in 2016 there's what they call the mothership circle, which um, you know it's like 330 feet across two acres, and it has like 20 unique symbols. That's cool. But, I mean, like I I can see why people like dedicate their lives to this shit and are really like intrigued by it, and it inspires like a sense of wonder in them because they are like they're beautiful a lot of the time. But it's shit that, like, you could literally have written something in Visual Basic in the early 90s to draw these kind of patterns. Right. Like, as long as you knew the math behind it. Yeah. Like, we had compute. Granted, they were the size of a fridge. Or, right. You know, well, I mean, but it, it's still, even if you don't have a computer, it's not that complex. You literally can just measure it with a rope. You can, I mean, if you just, like, my 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 grandpa is, uh, like, a carpenter that just does crazy weird projects yeah, and shit like all there, the time. And so he understands, like, the mathematical measurements between well, things and how to make shit symmetrical. And it wouldn't be that hard to do it on a large scale if you had something like so a I watch, rope and a board to measure with. And I don't know if we can make, a, you know, content out of this, but um, on NHK, right, it's a Japanese TV uh, uh-huh. channel I watch. They'll showcase old Japanese traditions that, like, are being kept alive by, like, one family. And it's, like, they have one heir left. So, like, the art is going to die. But there's this one where it's the art of carving into wood. 
like the in their super intricate designs of uh not so much patterns but like it'll be like a nature scene with like crows and like frogs and all kinds of flowers and like it literally takes days of just etching the but when you see when you see the finished product and they don't use sanders or none of that but it's all perfectly smooth you know these are techniques passed down from like a couple hundred years right yeah so it's easy to see how especially today where we have the tools it's more than possible oh yeah um and it doesn't have to be aliens like i sometimes i think it's uh it's this desperate need for something better yeah and like uh, almost to be saved but from nothing right like just go walk outside get a dog like go swimming i don't know get excited you know maybe like take a bus ride out of town yeah you yeah, know totally. like go on a greyhound across country there right. you go you want some excitement you know something to look forward to yeah it just it struck me that a lot of these people will see whatever they want in whatever they want like a lot of them are you know symbologists and stuff like that yeah who, they'll find a pattern i mean like there was this one guy who was arguing that literally every circle was a pentagram because you can technically fit a star inside of a circle symmetric sure right and it's just like dude you're seeing pentagrams and fucking everything dude and he even said like that stonehenge is a pentagram and it's not it's a circle it's not a pentagram it's a circle i mean crop circles are circles they're not pentagrams the thing unless is, they're explicitly a pentagram i'm pretty sure that it doesn't really even matter i mean even if it, well, yeah it doesn't matter even if it was but i'm just saying like, but it is a lot of these yeah. people are seeing what they want to see it, it's like when you look up at a cloud and you're like Oh, that's an elephant, right. or oh, that's a pad, a pod of dolphins. But you won't do your due diligence for ocean conservation, or yeah. like, which could be as easy as like take your child to the ocean and see if you can see some dolphins. Like you don't like why stare at a cloud and be like, hey kid, that's that looks like dolphins, yay! I don't know. That was I don't, I don't want to be a ranty. I think um, I get what you mean though. <clears throat> There was one at the uh, Chill Bolton Observatory uh -huh. that kind of, uh, like, it might look like, again, if aliens were trying to tell us what kind of technology they had, uh -huh. you know, it's like what their telescopes or, or, like, sound, whatever, radar detectors, whatever. What's the thing called? The fucking, the tower that uh, that listens for messengers in outer, in outer space. The SATA? No. What is it? All right. Not the satellite. Uh, that's the shit. <laughs> I know what a satellite I mean, is. What? It's a specific tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, hold on. It's not SETA. That's the fucking drive. Yeah. SETI. S E T I. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah. So basically, the the thing here that's no noteworthy is that it happened in 1974. Mm -hmm. The Arecibo message was sent into outer space. Uh, and this was an encoded broadcast with some uh, information about, you know, human life, etc. And in 2001, we got some crop circles back right next to the uh, observatory. So one was, um, again, you know, it's a formation that looks like... Uh, Bunch of circles. I mean, like, it's, it's cool. It's like, but, like, if you imagine, like, a beam... Hitting in the center and then sending out a wave that then disperses. It it's almost like this is what our when we send out a message, this is what it looks like. 
So to tie it into like our previous job, mm -hmm. it would be like if you're a property and I'm the platform and I'm like, hey, these are my instructions on how I send out a message, map to it. Sure. That type of thing. Okay. Um, so like I could see that. I could see that. And it, you know, it's 1974, but what we have to realize is that the internet became more real than not around those years. Um, cause essentially our military was looking for a logistics solution. They built the internet. Yeah. And, and it was our, known our, to the military. I mean, yeah. it was known to the military and to universities and stuff. Right. Like they had the technology. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's also possible that, uh, someone put this there. Um, and that's then, not an alien that like, you know, maybe some like TAs. Right. And then the, the response happened. Right. Right. So then, so then there was the alien space crop circle, but that one uh, happened in 2002. So much, much later. And it was also, that one's creepy, creepy as fuck. Like it, it does give me chills a little bit because here's why it plays into the, menacing mm -hmm. aspect of the greys yeah because if we look at um how the greys are depicted in popular culture mm -hmm. today you have you know jupiter ascending which they're just a bunch of nobodies okay like if most people rag on that movie and and you know it's we know why i just like i just really like the wolfman thing yeah like how uh Chaining is a Wolfman, okay. which is the reason I like it is because in the DC universe, uh, I think Darkseed mm -hmm. does the same thing. There's like, he basically takes, he kidnaps humans and wolves, merges them together and creates Wolfman. And also like a bunch of other, like that's his big thing is he's just trying to find the perfect creature by merging different creatures together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the alien face message really, um, like I remember when I first learned of this uh -huh. i was creeped the fuck out yeah yeah same here i think um, i saw it when i was like i don't know probably 14 15 yeah it, it was i mean right around the time it came out um what tripped me up uh, up about it is the message mm -hmm. that it um it had encoded within it in binary and the message essentially says beware the bearers of capital false gifts and their broken promises, all caps, much pain, but still time. Believe there is good out there. We oppose deception. Conduit closing. Bell sound. Um, Aliens go on Chapo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so if it is aliens, mm -hmm. it would tie in really well with the whole idea that they have always been there. Um, you know, that, that, that Reagan, it would feed into the idea that Reagan, uh, made a deal with aliens, unless it was Abraham while he was on a boat out in the ocean, seeing a light. Do you share about that story? I mean, not in relation to aliens. Uh, well, he loosely, he describes it in one of his, I don't know if it's Abraham, but one of them, you know, founding father figures. Um, wait, are we talking about Abraham Lincoln? Are we talking about Abraham, like the biblical Abraham? No, 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 Lincoln. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it was him, but and when we do a, like an alien, alien or, you know, whatever about aliens episode. Uh, People think that Abe uh, Lincoln uh, made a deal with aliens? It's a stretch. Okay. I don't know if it's him, it but like, like one of those dudes was on a boat. There was like a light 
that he saw like basically go into water, like go around the boat in the water and come back out and then just go. It's like the, the you know, the, oh, I see a light and it's like a spaceship thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've never fact-checked this, so, you know, YouTube documentaries, you can never really <laughs> tell. It's it's basically like a, you know, step down from Wikipedia. A big step down. A lot more passion in what they have to say. That said, if you're on YouTube, ContraPoints, y'all. Yeah, yeah, solid, solid. But, uh, but what I do want to say, uh, and, and for our listeners, you know, we'll probably post a picture somewhere if we do end up having a place to host it. If not, just Google Alien Face Crop Circle. It's creepy as fuck. It is very creepy. Um, but that said, it does feed into the uh, the alien look. Like I said, uh, Jupiter ascending, where essentially they're just a bunch of like biological, like low intelligence, <laughs> like go out and you know kidnap human kind of creatures that the humans that run the the all entirety of the universe use to you know kidnap humans. Yeah. Uh, when when a human with uh, uh, an ancient DNA is found, because basically the whole premise of that movie is that if you have DNA of someone that is part of a dynasty family that died, you inherit all their money, which is you know ungodly amounts. Yeah, and then you also become you know the warden of whatever planets they owned. Right, and the whole point is that, that these humans let planets hit like around 7 billion and then they just wipe them clean and collect all their stem cells to bathe in it and make themselves uh, regenerate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so basically it, like the, the life of Jeff Bezos, but as an alien, I mean, except they're humans, just <laughs> another part of, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're slightly more human than Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, the other, the other message that came along in response to, uh, uh, message that we sent out so this was a message the golden the golden disc we sent out mm-hmm. and uh basically they they return or or there was a reply right so just for the uninitiated it was it what was it the hubble let's just uh, I, I did i, for, I swear i did my research I just golden it's the uh arecibo message yeah, yeah. So the same um, one I was, yeah, I was just talking about. Yeah, so the Arecibo message, just so everybody knows, it was basically a uh, like a, a document sort of thing, like a digital document that we sent out in a satellite to outer space, which um, essentially has a bunch of dots on a grid that indicate a bunch of information about humanity, right? So they've got well, it was so. So what was cool about it is that it was sent on a golden record to oh, right. also signify how we, you know, process sound yeah. at the time or some such. Um, and it had information about like our DNA structure, uh, the population of the earth, um, a, 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 a very simplistic like pixel model of a human um, to show them sort of what our proportions are like, what people look like. Um, and I think there was some stuff about like the, was it, Rotation of the Earth that's at the bottom, that thing that looks like an M. The or, I don't know. M I'm at the bottom. Sure. No, that's how that that's the uh uh satellites. Oh right, okay. And yeah, so see it was this this is how they send out signals, this is how we right. send out signals. And I think that's like not mono, but maybe like mono and this is just like fucking basically aliens are sending fucking seven D signals. <laughs> so they sent 
so this this crop circle is essentially a response or it's known as it's considered one that is in the same format as the message that we sent out. And if you want to look at what this is called, look up Arecibo message and Arecibo response. Um, and it's, I mean, it's not, it's a crop rectangle and it basically covers the same things that ours did and shows that they have a slightly different DNA structure. That's like asymmetrical. And, um, and then the, the thing that just makes me think this is bullshit is the model that they have that's supposed to be like they're what aliens look like mm. versus are what humans look like. It's just like, it's a, it's, it's, I drew aliens like that when I was five and it's a yeah. big oval head and like, a tiny what? little body with big giant eyes. Dude, like, it's a balloon head. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, it's the alien head from Tony Hawk pro skater. The <laughs> exactly, first one. Yes. Like when you, you have to pass all the levels to unlock it <laughs> and then yeah. you get to play in Roswell. Like it, it literally plays to the um, to the media. Now I do want to uh, say that the uh, golden record they sent is kind of cool. It's like cool they, as fuck. Yeah. They they did assemble uh, you know like over a hundred images, hundred and fifteen different natural sounds, uh, sounds made by the surf, the wind, the thunder, uh, you know all kinds of animals, birds and whales. Which is all cool because, you know, by the time the aliens actually come here and everything is extinct, they'll get real fucking depressed. Yeah, to be clear, the Arecibo message is really cool. It was a cool thing that humanity did. Dude, and it it uh, it had an inspirational message, per aspera ad astra in Morse code. It had a message from Jimmy Carter, which arguably the best president for the people that, you know, couldn't do shit because, you know, he's for the people. So that's very indicative. Uh, and then it had a hello from the children of planet Earth, which interestingly enough is in fucking English, but whatever, we're speaking English to you now. So yep. here the you universal go. universal language, the one true language. <laughs> Just kidding. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Dude, somehow I'm seeing like a, like a Mr. Smithers. Mm -hmm. Is it Smithers from, from uh, Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Smithers is, is Mr. Burns' assistant. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, Mr. Burns, uh, just being like, mmm, delicious. <laughs> yes, children from Earth. Yeah, I could... Like, I like, bet they're soft. Yeah, or like the Borg is like, we must assimilate. <laughs> Dude, so, oh my God. It also carries an hour-long recording of the brainwaves of Anne Druyan. Huh. That's, uh... I feel like they're, they'd be listening to that and like, this is... Fucking stupid. Dude, wait, which one is Andrew in? Just listening to brainwaves would be boring. American writer and producer specializing in the communication of science. Listening to brainwaves would be boring, he said on his podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. It just means, oh, yeah, it's because she was married to Carl Sagan. Of course. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it, yeah, it, all the stuff they included was pretty interesting and cool. I mean, dude, it just means you got to be connected. But the in, response, in the I mean, the response is bullshit. The response was obviously made by somebody who saw the message. You know what like, my oh, question yeah, is? Cool. Do you know what my question is? What? Why not send us a golden disc or however it is exactly. you perceive sound, bro? Yeah, exactly. Like, why you gotta? Why you gotta? Do just the image like, in the crop circles. Like, it's dude. like if you wrote a, you know, a three sentence long message to somebody on Tinder and they responded with. K. Yeah, exactly. No, you know what it is? What's the horseman that's meant to usher in famine? 
I don't know. That's what it is. It's it's the <laughs> third horseman of the apocalypse meant to usher in famine by slowly destroying and making unusable our crops. There was a guy. <laughs> Wait, so you, your argument is that they're just trying to just, ruin just it, some it, of our crops. <laughs> very small sections slowly, of our crops. <laughs> slowly over time. See, aliens. They got light years. Yeah, they're they get they're thinking about the long game here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're playing the real long game. They've been around billions. Like, like, dude. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's so funny that the comparison between, like, I mean, those people that got caught doing the actual crop circles, yeah, yeah. they did like thirty dollars worth of damage. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just aliens coming in and doing like, you know, fifty bucks at a time worth of damage and being like, well, dude, stop. Like, <laughs> like, imagine, imagine if. Okay, here's how it would be possible. You live on a planet, right? Mm. The planet is barren. Your whole existence of you and everyone you know uh. is based on getting the fuck out. Now, you don't suffer the problems that we suffer here where we think we're all different based on some genetic pigmentation. No, you, you're all suffering or, you know, whatever, are happy, but you're trying to get the fuck out uh, off of your planet. So... You don't focus on food production and perfecting that like we did here, right? Because we have an abundant ecosystem, so agriculture is important. But for you, space travel is important. Getting the fuck out is important. Stealing 30 bucks worth of corn at a time <laughs> I is mean, important. dude, for, for all I know, taking that back to your barren planet. I mean, why not just go in and raid a Walmart at that point? Oh, because they don't want poison food. But corn doesn't keep that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, like I said... Space travel, they've perfected it. That's I'm true. Pr- I'm pretty sure they got fridges and, and means of, you <laughs> yeah, know, keeping it fresh. Shit. Yeah, they put shit, that shit on ice. Because, again, they didn't have to focus on anything else. Yeah. <laughs> they just really had to focus on building an engine that could identify where the food is. But if that was the get case, their income back. don't you think they'd just all come here and be like, this is ours now, you're... You're oh, our no, slaves. No, 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 no. Their bodies have adapted to that environment. They wouldn't survive here. Then why do they need to go anywhere? Why do they need to get the fuck out? To get food. Then why don't they just go to somewhere with food? Probably because we're the closest. So, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't they come here then? <laughs> no, no, no. Because they can't live here. So they come here to take the food. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. I see. And then leave because, like, dude, I mean, think about it. If you so the the whole world then is poison, but all the food of the world is nourishing. No, no, no. well, Walmart's food. <laughs> no, I know, but dude, they can't live here because the world technically would. You know, well, because they don't breathe the same air, but they do eat the same food. Okay, just go with the story. I, I, no, no, I, 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 I'm on board with your theory. I yeah, believe yeah. in crop circles now. Yeah, and see, see, <laughs> I'm glad I could get you on my side. Right on. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like that crop circles. Okay, I was going to say it's one of those things that I have to see for myself. Yeah. Like when it happens. Like I wouldn't want to go. I mean, I don't even know if they've preserved any of the crop circles, but you know. I don't think you can. Right. But it's one of those. It's kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like ghosts or it just aliens in general or, or any of that shit. Like, like I, I do want to see it. Yeah. No, I mean, to I know whether it exists, like um, I think we should do an episode on poltergeists too, or like just possess or possessions, but uh, also just any all those all those kinds of things. Yeah, because uh, like half the time I feel like 
well, there's definitely been instances where like hanging out with, you know, kids growing up and whatever, just like fucking with each other and saying like, oh, you know, oh, look at that over there. Or, and I have some stories and it's like half the time your brain's just fucking with you because you're like wanting it to be there. Almost. I have a ghost story. We should do an episode of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm adding it to our <laughs> list. Uh, and for like our personal ghost stories, just in our own lives. Dude. Yeah. I'm down. Oh, I got, whew, yeah, I got some stories. Uh, they're not they're I mean they're my grandma's stories uh, my mom and anyways I mean I got my own that I'll tie into it but uh, I'm really interested for our listeners to um, let us know what you think and uh, if you've uh, enjoyed the episode make sure to uh, subscribe if you haven't already which you know I mean at this point we're like a couple episodes deep so i don't know why you wouldn't yeah subscribe um, and give us money on patreon even though we don't have a patreon yeah and probably never will until until we've got a lot of listeners. i mean until one of you says that you want to give us money on patreon that like just send me a money order bro i mean at some point i'm i'm gonna want some money so i'll probably i'll probably make one for us <laughs> i mean yeah like you know I, I i like my job but i would rather you know, not have to go to it. Right, and just have to day. work for an hour and as of now, thirty four fifty one. Well, you know, plus the research. Yeah, like, plus the research. Plus, if we do do a Patreon, you better believe we're doing the Chopper model. So we're just going to, you basically, you'll get the same shit, but you'll get two episodes a week. Yeah, and we have, like, we have some, um, some topics. Maybe I'll, I'll read some for our audience, some of the ones that uh, we haven't done yet that are gonna require some deep deep research yeah this is a tease oh dude here's a little teaser uh we want to do the wonderful life and times of vlad the impaler tepish mm-hmm. as compared to his uh in book pseudonym dracul i just realized you spelled dick dick cheney as if like Cheney, his dick is made of chains. Yes, yes, I did. With a question mark too. Yeah. Uh, That's good. That'll be a good one too. Oh yeah, and and I do still want to watch that fucking movie. Just uh, came out that like, sort of stepped on our shit. Yeah. Well, that's not really stepping on our shit by any. It's not means. a documentary. Is I, I've heard it's not terribly accurate. Well, dude, <laughs> there's a lot of the biggest pro in that movie mm-hmm. is that fucking Batman gets fat and bald. I didn't know that. That's cool. It's fucking um, this. What's his name? Oh, okay. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. So have you seen? We should do an episode on fucking Christian Bale's transformations, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of and a his teaser, outbursts, I mean, he dude. just had that one. Oh, I, one. oh yeah, we're funny. gonna do Tom Cruise focusing on Tom Cruise's outbur- outbursts. Wait, didn't we already do Tom Cruise? No. I, oh no, we didn't. Uh, we did Keanu and Nicky Cage. Yeah, uh, I want to do QAnon, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Kenny does, and I actually don't know anything about QAnon. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a mystical, wonderful world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, you know, idea, weird burial rites, uh, burial ri- rituals, mm-hmm. rites, uh, same thing. Oh, this is a good one. Dick from England. Dude, I have Alzheimer's. His name is, wow, I just lost it again, David Icke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a shared note. Yeah, yeah. So uh, where we uh, contribute these ideas. So yeah, we're. Uh, I can't wait to tell you all about that time I saw uh, David. I get uh, a face full of uh, cake 
Oh, man, I haven't seen that. That's amazing. Oh, dude, yeah, a bunch of dudes dressed up as fucking dinosaurs, like reptilians, but in dinosaur costumes and fucking took a cake and just tossed it. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, they missed him and, like, caught a seven-year-old. Oh. So, you know, but I mean, it was a memorable day day for the seven-year-old. Dude, they fucking took his book, and this one dude literally just, like, on every single page annotated everywhere where he could bust it apart mm-hmm. and then did a video of his own where he just busted it apart we might do an episode on jair bolsonaro so look yeah. out for that you fucking bolsonaro heads out there yeah uh i, I want to do one on nuclear bombs and testing uh but that one makes me sick so i'm not sure we'll see uh for for you youtube heads out there and youtube uh lore extraordinary uh, extraordinaire. Poppy, I'm Poppy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, fucking great. MK Ultra, along the same lines. Um, the last episode of Weeds. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> Was that one of my ideas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it came out of a podcast. I mean, it may happen in pre roll. Long story short, it's really bad. The last episode of Weeds fucking sucks, guys. We're going to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, Just it's, you wait. it's gonna be awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to do. Uh, yeah, we we said possession and hauntings. Uh, you had the uh, Cointel Pro. Oh yeah. Uh, I really want to talk about Cleopatra getting down and dirty in the streets of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Do you know about her? I mean, I know about Cleopatra. Like how she would just like get banged out in the streets, like dress as a beggar and just get banged. Oh, out I didn't. Like I didn't know that. I, I heard that she would have like potential suitors just come in and bang her. But I think that all. Of the, I mean, I mean, she was just down to fuck, really. Yeah, but I mean, what what king or queen hasn't been aside from the queen of England currently? Well, yeah. Fair. All the rest of them are all down to fuck. Well, probably not the not the like the Nordic ones. Or at least not as public. Like there's, yeah. I, I would say the public record does not uh, so elaborately illustrate the uh, illustrials, illustrial lives in the bedrooms of Nordic kings and queens and the Celtic ones. Yeah. Uh, or Celtic ones. I apologize. It's important <clears throat> to. Uh, yeah, the Irish. It, yeah, my people. Yeah. And there, then there's some heavy ones that uh, I don't want to tease you about, but really want to research thoroughly so yeah yeah we got uh, a lot of good shit coming let us know what you think uh and if you don't like it uh you know take out a piece of paper write out all your grievances put it in an envelope get a stamp and on the back of the envelope write the following address in um so it. it's going to be my own ass, uh and then roll it up shove it and then put it right in the, into your own state of shove it zip code Mm-hmm. Where the sun don't shine, it's not a number. Yep, and uh, we'll we'll see it. It'll get to us. Yeah, yeah. All right, bye. Have fun, kids. Say again.